You're right, folks. You're listening to episode number 12 of The Red Lemon Show, brought to you by yours truly, Alex Mathers, writer, illustrator, and teacher, and sort of coach. And I will encourage you to go to redlemonclub.com to immerse yourself in my writing and my ideas if you haven't yet already. There is a shop over there. There are interesting articles that range from helping you deal with self-doubt to getting motivated about being a creative or an entrepreneur and other things about marketing and self-confidence and building a business from scratch and finding traction and all that kind of good stuff. So redlemonclub.com is the place to go once you've listened to this podcast or you can do it while you're listening. Go to redlemonclub.com add your email address make sure you do that because that is where you'll be getting stuff that you won't get anywhere else secret uh super high value interesting stuff as well as updates from the blog and the podcast so make sure that you're signed up through there and of course you get your free joining the dots book although by the time you listen to this the the uh the free gift may have changed uh but do ensure you get your free gift through that uh, as well and i would just say that if you go to the shop redlemonclub.shop i am Uh, selling a physical copy of that book, a color uh, limited edition run that is going to never be printed again after I get past 300 copies. Um, And it's color, it's a color book and I have signed it personally. So it's well worth getting hold of one of those. If you go to redlemonclub.shop, you will find the yellow book joining the dots that you can get over there. Let's move into uh, the next phase of our show, which is to mention the featured creative who is... Joan Quiros from Valencia, Spain. I hope I've said your name correctly. Joan uh, saw one of my talks a few years ago in London. We, I don't think we got a chance to meet in person, but he does some fantastic uh, lettering and he designs uh, letters and he's a calligrapher. So if you go to his site, joanquiros, J-O-A-N-Q-U-I-R-O-S.com, you can see a very nicely curated portfolio of his stuff. He does some really cool animated illustrations as well, um, animated text, which I really like. So well worth a look. And if you want to be featured as a creative um, in my upcoming podcast, do send me an email at shoutout at redlemonclub.com or you can send me an email at alex at redlemonclub.com. Have I covered everything? I think that's pretty much it for now. I want to just get straight into today's question, which comes from one of the members in our Slack community. And if you haven't been to our Slack group, uh, well worth a visit at redlemonclub.com forward slash Slack. You'll have to do a quick sign up, but you can be, um, you can um, join us as a group. Uh, It's an online community of other creatives of all types, uh, sharing insights and supporting each other. The, person in question is uh, Joel Smith who is a designer and illustrator who asks the question how do I find and land jobs that's my struggle there are no design job positions in my area and the internet is very competitive now I can I can totally feel for you I think Joel is fairly fresh out of college as a designer and is going through that difficult phase of not finding work so easily. So I wanted to use this episode as an opportunity to go into um, the process that I would recommend to someone who is feeling that pressure, shall we say, of looking for work and not not being able to find it, and has, I suppose, not a massive track record at this point, but this, this information can apply to anyone who's looking for work, especially those of you who want to drum up 
business quickly. So we're talking about client work, but we're also talking about uh, applying for jobs at companies as well. So what can you do to get that moving along? How can you get clients through the door, especially when you're desperate? First thing you want to do, I would recommend, is just take stock of what you have to offer to the market. Think a little bit about your strengths. Um, identify those things that people are likely to want to pay for. Identify, identify those things that you have as assets. So that could be a skill set, that those can be experiences that you can teach. It can be anything that you can turn around and help someone else or help improve the business of someone else or help um, improve the lives of other people. So what do you have that uh, is of value that you can solve other people's problems with. And in your case, Joel, you have uh, design work and you've got illustration work. There are plenty, plenty, plenty of people out there. I know that it seems like a small world at this stage, but there are plenty of people who need artwork and graphics to improve their marketing, to improve the presentation of what they provide, um, to improve their products, and to create a kind of emotional connection with their own markets as well. There, there are tons of opportunities for illustrations. Uh, we just got to figure out where these people are. Um, so that's the next stage. Once you've identified the value that you can offer, um, this um, phase will help you figure out what kinds of people have the problems that you can solve. So once you've taken stock of your strengths and your um, services, and I'm talking more about services for this, this podcast products, I'll probably leave to another one. But in terms of um, services, what can you do? What can you bring to the market that is going to help people? What problems are you solving with your services? And then think about um, who those people are. Figure out where your audience is. Who has got your future money? Okay. I know this is all very obvious, but I'm going through this step by step. So who can you help who has money? Who can you help with your services, with your creative work? who is willing and able to pay you. So you don't want to really be thinking too much about those people who are interested in your stuff, but then they don't have any money and they're, you know, they're going to be flaky clients. You want to, you want to find some, some decent clients who are willing and able to pay you for your skills. Again, you're going to have to make sure that your, um, your designs, your illustrations are up, up to a standard that is going to be um, saleable in the marketplace. I'm not speaking specifically to you now, Joel. I'm talking to to um, creatives in general. You've got to make sure that the product that you have is of a high enough standard to attract um, those those ideal clients that have the money that are going to help you, um, you know, and, and that are going to lead to a, a landed job. So that's that's down to experience, that's down to hard work, and that is really something that I can only leave to you. You're going to have to put in the work to get your portfolio up to standard, and I think, I mean, Joel, you're there. You've got plenty. You've got plenty of stuff that you can uh, earn money with, so don't worry about that. But um, you've got to make sure. There are some people who ask me, you know, why am I not getting any clients? But it's because your your work's not quite there yet. You've got to keep putting in that work. Don't expect to get any client work in or any jobs until you've put in thousands of hours. To be honest, so you're going to have to put in the time and effort, put in the research, go through. You know, ask ask the market, talk to the market, figure out where uh, the demand is, and figure out what is working. And look 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 across the field of your competition as well, and see what kinds of things are selling, see what kinds of work is doing well, and then adapt it to your own thing. You know, use your you know, borrow, steal, and grab ideas from around you, and then 
um, adapt it to your own thing. Make sure you sort of, um, you know, create the work through your own filter. Then you will have something of value that you can take to the marketplace. So figure out where your ideal clients are. Who are they? What are their values? What kinds of companies do they work for? Um, what do they look like? How old are they? Figure out every little detail about, first of all, your wider bracket of potential clients or potential employers. You know, who could they be? Make a list. Get excited about this. Write lists. Um, get this stuff down on paper. Do as much research as you can. Look at your other, look at other illustrators and designers and creatives in your industry. Look at their websites. Have a look at uh, previous clients that they have worked with and get a sense of where the demand lies for work that is similar to yours as well. This is, this is, the, this is the next step. So once you've taken stock of your strengths and, your, and, and what uh, problems you can fix, figure out the wider selection of potential clients and employers that you could be working with and get those down. So you, you might be identifying 20, 30, 40 companies that you could be working with at this stage in this process. Uh, we'll talk about individuals shortly, but for now, figure out the types of people, the types of companies, the types of businesses that you could work with. And the, the fact of the matter is there is no ideal company for you. There's no ideal business. There's no ideal person. Ultimately, you're going to have to choose. You're going to have to make a decision about who your um, target client or company or employer is going to be uh, out of the full range. So for, the, for, the, for now, figure out, you know, what is, what is the playing field you're, you're working in right now? What, what kinds of companies could you potentially whittle things down to to, to, to identify as a target? So choose, figure out those companies, figure out those businesses, write them all down uh, within reason, you know, keep it to 50, 60, whatever. Just make, make sure that you understand that this process, because you are, you know, fairly fresh to the market, you haven't had much experience, uh, you're kind of desperate. You need to get money quickly. You're going to have to really apply pressure here. You're going to have to put your foot down on the accelerator and, and um, you know, get the, get those get those details down. Write write down as many companies as you can think of and be be really diligent here. Get your head down and get the work done. Get these company names down. Then you want to start whittling things down. Um, <clears throat> you also you also want to be doing as as you go about doing all this. Uh, this is effectively the market research phase. Uh, you want to be talking to the market as much as you can as well, uh, because really, I, I, I can tell you, I, you know, I can speak to you about this until I'm blue in the face. But the, the real, the real insight does not lie with me. The real insight lies with the market. Things are changing all the time. Technology is changing. People's needs are changing. Companies are changing. The way people do business is changing. You need to be getting, uh, putting your ear to the ground of the industry that you could potentially work with and talk to these people. Um, the great thing about market research involving actually physically talking to people through the phone or through email or whatever it is, is that it kills two birds with one stone. When you go out into the market and you ask questions, you are A, figuring out uh, where the demand lies. You might be figuring out that actually in the computer industry or uh, the food industry, people don't tend to want to need your businesses, right? You know, need your services at that point. Or they might, you might figure out that actually there is demand there. You might find that people are responding quite well to what you want. So that you can figure out demand, that's one thing. And then B, by talking to people, you are marketing yourself. Just simply by asking questions, that is marketing. 
don't worry too much about how you word things, how clever you sound when you ask people questions and when you ask for jobs. There's no right or wrong way to do it. The, the, the most important thing for when it comes to landing clients and getting your name out into the world and, and promoting yourself is that you are front of mind. You're on somebody's mind when you promote yourself. And that can be through asking a question. It could be through um, making a suggestion. It could be through um, just being honest about what you want, which is the, the, ver the very best thing you can do, which is to say, look, here's my situation. I'm looking for work. I'm wondering whether you, know, um, you thought you and I could be a good match. If you take a look at my work, I'm interested in helping you guys. Um, helps to have shown some added research into the company to, to demonstrate that you are interested in, in helping businesses like theirs, so on and so forth. So this is this is still within the market research phase. You're researching the market. You're figuring out where the demand is. Just just ask those questions. Have courage. Have faith, uh, and do more than you think. Do, you know, it's going to be more work than you expect. People are flaky. People don't like don't tend to respond very well these days. People are all busy. And that's fine. You just got to factor that in. There is going to be a cushion. There's going to be a buffer um, in in terms of, of of what you can expect in terms of of getting responses. It's going to be, you know, with for every five or ten people that you reach out to, you're going to get one person or two people uh, getting back to you. That's just part and parcel of the process. You're not going to get a hundred percent return rate to your emails or your calls. So factor that in, but use this opportunity now to do as much, you know, depending on how much time you've got, you're going to have to probably speed things up. So, so ask questions, talk to the market and realize that actually you're not wasting time when someone says that you are probably not a good fit because you're, you're figuring out where the demand lies. If someone's not a good fit, then great. You move on to the next industry or the next type of business or the next type of company. Does that make sense? So do some market research, talk to the market. Uh, email people, make use of the, the magic of the internet. There are so many interesting channels and, and social media hacks and you know ways to direct message people these days that there is no excuse in terms of being able to get through to, to companies. Also use this phase to um, get, you know, talk to the gatekeepers, talk to the people who work in the companies that can then show you, a lot of these people might might be blocking others to you, in which case just move on to the next company, but you want to um, start gathering a list from your wider list of of people. So you, you've obviously been talking to a few people, but there's there are other people that you want to get access to, and you're going to need to figure out um, how to get their their contact details. And sometimes it requires talking to one or two people within one company who will then forward you on to um, the 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 person in question. And it it takes work. You're going to have to do a bit of digging. You're going to have to kind of force your way through in some places, but ultimately you want to you want to end up with a with a list of contact names, uh, maybe 30, 40, 50 people, maybe even up to you know more than a hundred, uh, maybe even a thousand if you've got time, because um, ultimately this is a numbers game, and if you um, keep pushing and seeing it as a numbers game, you will you will eventually get a hit. Um, unless you're you haven't got any any value at all in your service, which I don't think is the case. So get that list of people together. That's what I would recommend. Having done that research, having gotten as much clarity as you can on um, who, who, who the ideal fit for you could be. So do the market research, ask questions, and you'll have to, you'll have to figure it out yourself as well. Like what kinds of, what kinds of people could you, could you really help as well? And then from that group, 
start identifying the ideals and get talking to those as well. So it's really it's really a case of getting out into the market and speaking to people. That's that's how to get jobs at the very basic level. I haven't quite talked about landing the deal yet, but but as I said, the most important thing for you to do is to figure out where to be directing most of your attention, what kinds of people uh, tend to respond and tend to be uh, interested. You want to work on those kinds of people. And then it's a case of continually keeping in touch, continually being front of mind and, and until you either get to a job, which is, which is great, um, but in most cases, most people will not have a job for you at the time that you ask for it, uh, which means that you need to keep in touch over time. So try your best to keep potential clients in some sort of a list or a rotor or a newsletter, some, somewhere that you can keep in touch with them over time. And if they can't provide a job, but there's potential, make sure that you keep in touch with them. Make sure that you also uh, squeeze every 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 piece of value you can out of each relationship that you're building with people, and that could that could also, of course, lead to them recommending you someone else who might be able to help you. So it's really it really is down to the hustle here. There's no there's no shortcut. Um, there's no there's no magic formula, but. If you can see this as a kind of inverted pyramid, so you start starting at the top, you've got a wide group of people that you could potentially reach out to and work with. And it's a case of through through the digging and the, the talking and the continued reaching out to people, you start to you start to narrow that, that pyramid down to a point at the bottom. And the point at the bottom is where you land that job. Does that make sense? So you've got a wider group of people you identify that you could potentially help whittle it down through the market research that you do so figure out who is more likely who is most likely to to and who has the money and who is willing and able to pay you for a for working with you concentrate on those people start whittling it down stop you know keep in touch with with as many people as you can as you go through this process and make sure that you follow up as well so don't just send the one email and if they say nothing then then you know don't 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 allow that to stop you continuing to keep in touch. It's it really is an ongoing process, and some people take weeks to finally respond. And sometimes people don't realize how much they do need you until they've thought about it a little bit more, and it's taken them some time. So see this all as a as a as a longer term process. And that's that's kind of the bad news about this is that actually, if you're looking for jobs and you're looking for clients, really, you're going to have to see this as a long term thing. It's. Uh, because as I said, because people don't have jobs usually at the moment that you ask for them, you're going to have to keep that person um, on the loop for a while until a job does become available, and then you'll be hopefully front of mind when they when they have a job to offer. And the way to keep front of mind is to um, keep keep checking in with them, you know, every every three or four weeks or less, especially if you're in the initial stages of, of developing a conversation with someone, and keep in touch through uh, newsletters and, and really make sure that you push them to, to get on your newsletter if they've shown some interest as well. So your, your, main, your main task is to identify the kinds of people who are good prospects, who are good leads, especially people who respond to you because that shows that they're interested. Uh, and don't be disheartened if people don't immediately offer you a job because these things take time. There is a cycle, there is a cyclical nature to the getting of jobs. and 
be tenacious, especially if you're sort of desperate and you're really looking to make money. Don't don't stop until you get that you land that deal. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about the deal itself. Um, be tenacious. Keep in touch with people, but ultimately you're going to have to to ask for that job unless they unless they suggest it themselves first. And as I say. The best way to communicate with people is just to keep things honest, not to try and be manipulative and clever and, and, and devious and indirect. Just say, this is my situation. I I do this. This is my work. This is the value I see in myself. But I also see um, that we could we could work together. And, and this is how I like to help my clients. And, and, and be creative and be intelligent about um, how you can demonstrate to the client that you are interested in helping them. So don't think too much about me, me, me. Really turn it around and think about how you can demonstrate to someone that you are interested, genuinely interested in improving their business and improving their lives and see all of this not as a kind of stiff corporate kind of affair. See it as a, as a process of making friendships with people. Um, how would you talk to people if you were looking to make friends? I mean, obviously, you don't want to go on, you know, it's not, not that the kind of friendship that involves going to a baseball game, although it could be. Keep it... Um, Keep it quite relaxed. You know, you don't need to be all stiff and sort of copy and paste and corporate about things anymore. Just develop those friendships. Show an interest in people. Be honest about what you're looking for. Be honest about what you can provide. Um, always be thinking about how you can improve the situation for, for, a partic- for the particular individual that you're talking with. And be tenacious as hell. Keep following through. Make sure that everyone is kept in touch. You're spinning all those plates. And you're not going to stop until you either get someone recommended to you from that person who can get you a job or you land a job. And, and you will get there. You will get there. You just have to be tenacious. This stuff does work. Um, all right, I keep, I keep kind of running off track. How, how do you land that deal? I mean, you can obviously just ask for it. Just say after a point, once you've been chatting, I mean, you don't have to say, what I would say is don't, don't ask for the job on the first email or the first call um, unless unless... Um, the situation allows for it and it feels right um, but on the other hand don't don't be so stunted that you never ask for the deal you never say can we let, let's make this work let's 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 get on a call together and chat about how we can um, get this this job moving you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to push a little bit beyond your comfort zone in most in most cases and say and just ask ask for that deal Demonst- I mean, people are usually um, impressed by people who have the assertiveness to ask for work. Do you know what I mean? Like people, people are are going to be more are going to be less interested in helping someone who's sort of devi- who's sort of deviant and never quite gets to the point. You know, just if in doubt, ask ask for the ask for the job and 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 pitch it in such a way that shows that you 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 want to get on with it and you want to help them. You want to make you want to make a win win deal. That's really the key thing win-win deals make sure that you benefit and you and and they're going to benefit too from your interaction with each other other ways to um spice this up a little bit then how do we how do we make this take this to to another level then um as i said this is a process of whittling down a, a a wider group of potential clients to the ideal group you're going to have to be clear crystal clear about uh, I mean, the the more crystal clear you are about what kind of client that you you want to attract into your business is, um, the better it's going to the the more effective your marketing is going to be. So if you if you if you identify having done the research that you want to work with 
um, I don't know, tech companies in a particular country. It could be, it could be Silicon Valley uh, food software companies that relate to food, for example. That that could be a very niche group of people that you work that you focus on. And hopefully that gives you an idea of how how niche you can get with your targeting. And the more the more niche, the easier it's going to be to know where to look for these people and and uh, where to put your energy and your time. And that really helps. So having a really really targeted group that you focus on for any given phase of your client acquisition process is going to really be helpful. Um, the other things you can do is really make it really demonstrate to the potential to the ideal the target client that you are an ideal match for them, right? So you can adapt your site, of course, for example, or you could create a landing page that that is pitched completely targeted to the potential client in question. I mean, if you if you really wanted to land a job with Google, for example, you could, for example, create a landing page that is totally specific to Google and how you can help Google. I mean, the more the more you can demonstrate that you're willing to go above and beyond anyone else and uh, you, you really are interest, genuinely interested in helping a particular company or a particular person, they're going to notice that more. So think about creative ways that you can really grab the attention of someone. So rather than joining the queue uh, with everyone else with their CVs or their resumes and uh, just exuding a sense of completely of, of being a sheep in a, in a big herd of sheep and being completely unremarkable think about how you can turn that round and actually um, sidestep that you know thousand long queue of other applicants and approach people directly through the process that I'm talking about uh, this, this, this in itself is going to demonstrate value it's going to demonstrate persistence it's going to demonstrate self-belief in what you can do by reaching out yourself demonstrating that you really are genuinely interested in, in helping that specific client in a, in a way that is above and beyond anyone else would would even think about doing and think about other creative ways as well to communicate so rather than just sending emails you could you could send a voice message there are so many easy ways to do that these days um, so you could you could have a, a very quick pre-recorded voice message directed completely to the individual, making that connection, uh, and you know, asking them a question or or pitching the job there there and then, and, and people will tend to to notice that, and it will stand out. So think about how you can stand out. You might want to do a video recording of you, um, kind of introducing yourself and giving a pitch. Um, be be creative. There there are things I've written on this on my on my on my blog. So you might want to look up uh, other other creative ways you can reach out to people and, and get a get a a response. But emailing is is definitely still a way. Uh, calling out people is something that people rarely do, but can still help. Um, what else? Those those are, I think I think that that's probably enough to be chewing on for now. Um. Beyond this, I mean, obviously, I've described a process that is very organic, that is very kind of manual, right? It's a very manual, step-by-step, individualized process that is about reaching out to, to individuals. So it sounds like a lot of work, but actually, if especially if you're desperate, um, this can be the most effective. Because with the desperation and the kind of short time span that you're dealing with, you you only have your own energy, right? You only have your own, the, the pressure that comes from the, from having not too much time, you only have your own um, 
sort of drive to make this work and that means putting in as much time and as much effort and as much energy as you can just sort of squeezing all of it into the into the, the space that you have and making it making it really work and being driven by that pressure being driven by the deadline and, and uh, use it dig dig that energy out you'll find it um, but beyond that there's obviously you know that there's a more long there's a longer term way of looking all of, at looking at all of this generating those clients and customers and uh, jobs over a longer period this is this more applies to clients but I'm talking about having a newsletter. I'm talking about reaching out to rather than like, you know, 50 or 100 or 200 in a a week or a few days, uh, reaching out to a couple of people every day and keeping this process um, incremental and gradual. But but these things, of course, add up. And with enough enough contacts, enough people that you reach out to every month, you know, you're going to get opportunities coming in. Um, And it also, it shows initiative, you know, when you ask, when you talk to the market and you do that market research, it really people are interested in people who are interested in them, right? <clears throat> so be that guy, be the be the guy who goes out there and shows an interest, um, is keen to help and improve the businesses of other people. Make sure you demonstrate that through your chat. Be honest, be authentic, um, be be targeted, and get a sense from directly from the mouth of the market, from what what people tell you. Get a sense of where you're energies are best suited so if you're getting a very uh, very negative response from a particular industry or whatever then then just move across you just got to figure out you know let let people point you in the right direction um and make use of these amazing tools so social media you know you can you can do a search on twitter for for example for people looking for for illustrators you can do you can do a search on on social media for phrases that people are using so for example i found a job and this is totally true. I found a, a job that I had for for a year in London, um, a well-paid job for a startup that I found by running a search on Twitter. And things might have changed, like the way things are done might have changed. But I, I did a search on Twitter for people who were using the keywords Illustrator Need London. So I typed in those keywords into Twitter and I found several tweets of people saying, I need an illustrator in London. And I went direct to that tweet um shared my portfolio and within a day i had an interview in london with a with a company so that that's definitely a another way of doing it that that was a an example of an individual reach out to someone who had a need um i can't guarantee that that will get your job because there's there's obviously a lot of other competition a lot of other people applying for those as well beyond that um there are searches you can run for specific types of people so if you're looking if you're an illustrator you might want to look for art directors um you need to you need to know your market you need to know the names and and the, and the job descriptions of the kinds of people who do hire illustrators and hire designers you know creative directors art directors design directors um these are all the kinds of people who are looking for illustrators so f- search for their names and those job descriptions in linkedin in various social networks and you'll find people who, who match the description and you can engage with them through there you can dm people you can tweet people there's so many ways to contact these uh, prospects that it is endless so go through that process create your list you can't contact everyone obviously so you've got to start you've got to make a list and you've got to whittle down that list uh, to your winning client but then when, when that process is stopped do not you know, when you've landed the job, don't don't stop the process. This should be an ongoing thing. And at its at its core, what I'm talking about is just continually reaching out to people who are who are potentially going to uh, be of value to your business and your life. 
keep keep in touch with those people keep the relationships going keep the relationships fresh be front of mind and don't worry if you don't get a job from a particular person at the moment you know within the next month it might be that they don't have any work available until six months from now but if you hadn't been keeping in touch with them you might you might well miss out on the opportunity in, in six months so keep in touch with as many people as you can be specific about the kinds of people that you are focusing on for any phase of your career. So you might you might choose that for the next uh, six months, for example, you are all in on tech companies in in the U.S. or you know specific tech companies or lawyers or architects or whoever it's going to be. There 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 is an endless stream of people who need illustrators. So I hope that gave you some food for thought, Joel and others, and. Um, I'll be doing courses on this. I'll be going into a, a lot more detail on exactly the kinds of things to say and where to look for people and that kind of stuff. But hopefully that, that helped. More than anything else, I would suggest really digging out that energy. I know that right now when you don't have any money, it feels like you know, you've know you got a, a, an anvil on your back. You're just weighed down by this sort of pressure of life and it does it feels a bit awkward and scary. Use this time now to dig out um, a kind of almost aggressive energy that you can that you, you that you need now to force yourself out into the market don't be shy get your voice heard ask questions speak to the market do the market research show an interest and you know work yourself up into a kind of red hot tornado of energy and fire you're going to you're going to find the client with with the right amount of energy and the right amount of attention really prioritize this in your life it sounds like this is a really important next step Reach out to those people, contact, um, and make yourself known, and you will succeed. I know that you will. So keep me in touch, Joel, um, in terms of your progress with this. Feel free to ask any questions. Um, I can't guarantee that I can talk to everyone, but alex at redlemonclub.com for specific questions. I'm going to be putting together a course on this, specifically um, finding clients through the internet and maybe I might even just focus on email for this particular course so that's coming as well I am just I want to let you know that I'm opening up coaching again I haven't done coaching in a year or so but I'm op opening it up again uh, especially as I missed those one-to-one -one discussions and helping people out one-to-one -one. I, I miss that I, I enjoy I enjoy doing chat with you on podcasts and stuff but i'm not really speaking to anyone uh, specifically so I, i'm, I'm going to be doing coaching again so contact me through alex at redlemonclub.com if you're interested in some uh coaching and accountability i'm also going to be including a 500 appraisal uh, 500 word appraisal on your website and your social media setup uh, and or your marketing depending on uh, what you want me to look at i would include that in a month's worth of coaching so contact me if you're interested in some coaching it won't only be marketing. It will not only be client acquisition. Um, I can also help you with your money, with your productivity, with your motivation, and with your self-confidence. So let me know if I can help you in any way with that stuff. Once again, go to uh, the redlemonclub.shop shop, uh, to get hold of your Red Lemon Club swag. There's plenty of super cool uh, merchandise in there for you to grab. Don't forget that the Joining the Dots book is in there as a physical book. It's running out of copies. It's a limited run of color books that I have signed myself. They are super cool with illustrations by Claire Powell. Really, really fun little book and also highly useful for anyone who's getting into business as a creative, but anyone who's further along the line as well. Hope that was useful, guys. 
Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening from. Do leave a review. I'd really, really appreciate a review on iTunes or wherever they have reviews. But I would suggest going to The Red Lemon Show on iTunes right now if you liked this episode and write a cheeky little review. That would really help me out, keep me motivated to do more of these. If you've got any questions about um, things that you want me to talk about in podcasts, do send me an email as well as suggestions on future interviewees. I'm going to be starting to interview some interesting types uh, in upcoming uh, episodes. So let me know who you, who you think I should talk to. Thank you, guys. I will see you in the next episode.